All right, guys, so welcome back to the channel. This is Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. We are live. We are blessed. Thank God for another day. Uh, if you're new here, welcome to the dark side. All right. <laughs> welcome to my world. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, hit the bell for notifications because we got new videos dropping every day. 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I even heard a little bell on that one too. Okay, Tux is getting a little fancy here with the like with the it. graphics and everything here. You know what I'm saying? I like it. Oh, and make sure you go to mgbookstore.com. Make sure you pick up one of my wonderful books, House Hackonomics: The Real Estate Investor's Manifesto. Pick those up today by going to mgbookstore.com. Now we are back with another Axe MG. I got Super Producer Jordana. She is here. She is back again with another one of your qu questions. Jordana, how the hell are you today? I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. I wish I had. Um, I have a book. I have you in your books, but when I have you signed it, and it was very inappropriate. So I think what? I want. <laughs> what? How was it inappropriate? He, he, he didn't give me the nice. What know, did I say? Something like you're painting my ass. Yeah, like that. That's so, not inappropriate. That's the know, truth. I wish I had a nice, you know, version. Well, maybe I'll sign this one and give it to you. Let's see, guys. Let's see. You're already stealing my Camus. <laughs> no, I thought it was for me. No, that wasn't for you. So what do bosses do during the holidays, guys? They give you a Christmas gift. They give you a bottle. So allegedly, oh I was supposed God. to get a Here bottle we of go. Camus and 1942. No one never said and. I don't know what you got going on with or. Lovely Boy Productions, but for <laughs> me, for producer extraordinaire, I get two of them things, okay? Oh, my God, y'all. Here we go, y'all. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I'm, I'm sure that wasn't the question. That wasn't the question. <laughs> About Christmas gifts. That wasn't the question. And anyway, um, so one of the questions was about talking about couples, right? We always talk about love and real estate, mm -hmm. how that kind of gets, you know, good or bad. Mm -hmm. But one interesting question was how do you, um, you know, basically get multiple FHA loans when you're a couple? Like how, how, how do you kind of flip that script, right? How do you navigate that? Is it? A lot of pros. It seems like a lot of pros to me. Divide and conquer. Yeah. That's what it is. Divide and conquer. So now when you say couple, there's different types of couples. Yeah. You have like the boyfriend and girlfriend engaged type of couple. Mm -hmm. And then you have a marriage. You're married. Right. So my advice would be prior to you getting married, you need to divide and conquer. Because if the goal is to get multiple FHA loans and house hack and house hack the right way, it's easier to do it when you're not married. Cause see, I get all the time, Jordana, people like, yo, I have an FHA, but my wife never used FHA before. She's still eligible for her FHA. No. No. Right. Okay. She's not. <laughs> right. And people need to realize that FHA is not a first first of all, it's not a first time home buyer program. Okay. Biggest misconception out there that FHA is first time home buyer and it's not. It's primary residence. Okay. So if you are married, that's her primary residence. Whether it's in her name or not, that's the marital house because we're going to know you're married. Right. Right? It's going to come up when we do all of our background checks and we're going to see that address. Nine times out of ten, her mail is going to go there. She probably will change her credit cards, her bank statements, and everything. So what happens when you do that? Where does it report? To right. your credit report. So when we pull a credit, we're going to see this address, and one of the questions the lenders ask, what address is this? You're going to say, well, I live here, because all your documents is there. say that address, right. right? So even if your name is not on the deed of the house or the mortgage, 
it's still your marital residence. So now an underwriter is going to say what's happening with your marriage. If you're buying this next house and you want to use this as your primary residence, well, are you separating? Are you going through a divorce? What's happening here? And nine times out of 10, that's probably not the case. Now, if you just want to be a bold-faced liar and try to commit mortgage fraud by saying we're getting separated and this, that, and a third, and you want to go get some fake-ass separation agreement done and this, that, and a third, and go to all these extreme extents, what I've seen people do, to just so they can house hack their life away and fraud the system, then that's on you. That's not on me. I'm not telling you to do that. <laughs> Let me, is this my camera? <laughs> Look, here at MG The Mortgage Guy and Garland Media TV, we do not promote mortgage fraud at all. I am not telling you that's what you should go do, ladies and gentlemen. I don't recommend it. Okay? I recommend you playing the game the right way. Because you don't want to get caught up in these streets because right. it could get nasty and it's not worth it to me. Right. Right? So, but people try to do that. So if you are a married couple, it is much harder to do. Now, if you are engaged, you're technically still, by law, you're still single. When you're boyfriend and girlfriend, by law, you're single. Mm. When you file your taxes, it doesn't say boyfriend or whatever. Boyfriend, right. <laughs> girlfriend, right. right? It says head of household, spouse, married, right. jointly, whatever, right? i never seen boyfriend or girlfriend or wifey. Or what's bay the other, what's the other word <laughs> on she, the tax returns. There's like another word for it too, like when you have health insurance, like um, I don't domestic know. domestic partner. Domestic, domestic, that's but not. that's really if you like, you know, same sex. Right. Oh yes, okay. Right, yeah, so yeah. same sex domestic partner. Right, right. But now since they changed all the laws, same sex can get married. Right. So it's real. It's marriage now. So they have a boyfriend or girlfriend. Right. Or engaged. So the real way to do it is if you are in a committed relationship, somebody you trust, like, you know, not a little young PYT thing, right? Not, not, not the not PYT. P-Y- not PYT, right. Nah, I said PYT thing thing. Yeah. Yes, not that. <laughs> That's from us saying that. Sorry. From the male's perspective, <laughs> right, not with your right. PYT. Not with the... I don't know. What do, what do women call PYTs? Y'all version of PYTs. That's a good question. Like a bay, I guess. Y'all call them bays? Yeah, like a, a boo, a bay. Okay. I mean, I've been out the gate for a while. Listen... Babe, I'm not going to be married. I don't want no smoke. I, Make that clear. I don't want no smoke. I did not do my FHA loan. <laughs> I was married when I got mine, okay? <laughs> so leave me out of this. Anyway, though. <laughs> but remember, I sent you real quick, and I know we got, we're got we running low on time, but I sent you an article about like this Real Housewives of Potomac. I was like, yo, I think she's committing mortgage fraud. Oh, that was a TikTok video. Yeah, because me. I was just like, you know, I know. <laughs> Like something not right here. You technically are not with your husband. Like it was like it was a little sketchy. So it, it, that video was definitely sketchy. So I think on national TV, the message is: don't try to commit fraud. Don't Correct. try to you know beat the system. If you are, it's really good if you're in that phase where you're thinking about settling down with somebody. You might be getting engaged. You have that conversation with your partner. Like, yo, listen, this is what we could do. We could you know. So this is what I would recommend for people who are couples, right? That are looking to buy real estate as a union together, right? So first things first, I will always say divide and conquer. Mm. If boyfriend, if John and Sarah can both qualify for a multifamily property on their own, if your goal is to house hack, right, right, and if your goal is to become a landlord, if you each can qualify, then you each should go buy. Let's just say you live in an area that has four plexes or four families, then you each go buy that four family, even if it's a three family or three plex or duplex, whatever you want to call it, right. Buy the multifamily, each of you buy one. So let's just say if it's a duplex. If you each buy one and you each live in it as your primary residence, even though you're still together, 
even if you're giving each other gifts with down payments and stuff like that and helping each other out from a financial perspective, that's fine to help acquire these properties. But now you have two properties in your portfolio. Right. Now you have two cash flows coming in. And then you can keep repeating that until you guys get married. So by the time you get married, if you do the four three two one strategy, think about it. if you start a four three two one. That's amazing, right? Right. So four three seven, what's that? Nine, right? Uh -huh. So four three two four three two is nine. Yeah. So nine nine was that eighteen, right? Wow. So think about that, right? So if you each are able to four three two one. That's wild. After three years. You can have 18 doors and then you can get married and live happy ever after. And now you can buy the dream house that you really wanted, not the one you couldn't just afford or you're settling for three years prior to. So that divide and conquer is the biggest opportunity for couples who are on the same wavelength. Very important. Too. And you got to be there mentally. You have to be there mentally. You can't, one couple can't want to do it more than the other. Because not everybody's ready for home ownership. No, not yeah. everybody's, not just home ownership, not be everyone's a being a landlord. Right, right, right. Most importantly. So I think if you are like minded in your thinking and you both want to scale a real estate portfolio, you know this relationship is solid. Divide and conquer, build up your portfolio. By the time year four comes around, you can really have. 18 19 units as a unit as a uh, as a couple now and then when you get together like i said you buy their dream house and now you got all this cash flow coming in in a short period of time in three years right i mean to bring kiana watson up into it right the, mm -hmm. the men the sassy boy shorts men oh right? my god but like i think if you're if you're a woman and your partner your boyfriend at the time is really about this i think that shows some kind of confidence i like it you know because if anything was to happen you still have your own thing he still has his own thing and then you're you're in it together. Now you're really seeing, because everybody could say, "Yo, I love you. I want to propose. I want to do this." But now, when you are doing the gritty mm -hmm. and doing the paperwork, getting the houses, that's the type of partnership I think for sure. A hundred percent. But this this is where it can get tricky too with this. Uh -oh. Right. Here's the con of this. In that same John and Sally Sally situation, let's just say Sally may or John, either one of them may not have the money. One other partner has the money that can continue to keep putting up for all these properties all the time. Now you have money being invested into a property that they technically don't own, mm -hmm. right? So number one, I would recommend when you're doing something like this, you have to have an ironclad, some sort of agreement with each other. First things first, because like what happens if you guys break up during your house hacking journey? And money was exchanged from one person to another. Ooh, is that, you get like a lawyer for that? Like, you, how do you get a lawyer? Oh. Like, you gave a gift, oh. right? So this is why you gotta have somewhat of a great relationship and trust with one another because then that that's when it can get real sticky, especially because if you put, let's just say, John gifts Sally the down payment enough for down payment and closing costs for for Sally's for family, but year two they break up, right? John now wants his money back because he's like, yo, F that. Well, right? John, we got to get to some Ain't things. nothing I John can do now because Sally owns the house. And if John, and now if John puts his name on the deed of Sally's house, now he becomes owner. So now when he goes to do his three family, now he not only has his four family, but now he has ownership of that three family. Now those property taxes and insurance goes against his debt to income ratio, which can mess up his four, three, two, one. Right. So the easiest way to do it is not to have ownership in those properties, unless John is just getting a big bag of money, right. and he's can, and they they mortgage planned properly, 
to see how it looks because when you come to me and you work with Garland Mortgage Group, apply apply with MG.com if you want to work with us. Shameless plug, right? <laughs> We're going to tell you, we'll t- if you tell us your goals, we'll tell you what it will look like. Okay, you'll probably be able, based off of rates, we can probably get you X, Y, and Z properties over the next couple years if rates go this, if you buy at these price points, you put this X, Y, and Z down. We can give you the whole blueprint. But if you don't map that out, if you don't have your exits in mind, then you can be really messing your your yourself up too. Right. But again, if y'all break up, what happens to that money? Right? You gotta work. So I say all this to say you have to work out all your agreements and you gotta you gotta pray for the best, but plan for the worst in these type of situations too. Well, right. I would tell Mal- Malcolm who asked the question. I mean, it seems okay. like it's for you. Shout so maybe to Malcolm. Maybe you really talk to your girl <laughs> and have don't have that John and Sally type of situation. Yeah, I think um, when you're dealing with this type of divide and conquer, right? It can get messy if you guys are not really on the same page. It makes life easier if you both have your own savings. You both right. have your own money. But in some situations, you got to pull your money together to make these things happen. And if you are pulling your money together, I'll probably say have some sort of written ar- arrangements between the two of you, especially from a state planning perspective, too. Mm-hmm. Let's talk on the flip side. God forbid something happens Oh yeah, that's to one point. of you, yeah. right? And that's a, forget if you break up, what if something really happens and you're not here no more and you got to go now meet the Lord? Because things happen, unfortunately. So that's when you got to have your estate planning, too. Because if Sally has a baby daddy and some kids and stuff like that, now her kids, or let's just say Sally has an ex-husband, but the divorce is not 100% finalized. Oh, now you're going too deep, Matt. No, because oh I've God. seen this. Oh, my <laughs> God. <not> too deep. <laughs> I've seen this, right? Or what if Sally has brothers and sisters, and now... Her next of kin, depending on how that that deed was um, recorded and and what type of ownership, not even. It might go to them, Mm. not to John. But John was the one who put up the bread. So the estate planning on this, too, having wills and trusts to outline what your wishes are in the event of, God forbid, is extremely important, too. So... There's a lot when you're a couple buying real estate. There's a lot to discuss. It's even if you're not on a house hacking journey. Right. There's a lot to discuss if you buying something when you're not married and you're doing it as a couple. It's very risky. It could be a disaster from hell cuz I've seen it so many different times. But then it could be beautiful. Oh, the flip side of all of this it could be amazing. Like and I've I'm seen thinking about both it. sides. Like that would be a, like if my husband, if we had followed MG, the mortgage guy, a couple of years prior. Yeah, should have. We should have. Where the know, hell were you? Where the hell was I? First of all, <laughs> like four years ago, I wasn't really popping like this. But still, if I had known, right, we could have done that, and we would have been on our, you know, maybe fourth, tenth property by now. Who knows? So it's good and it's good and bad. You just gotta be careful. Yeah, I think, I think it. It's the good and bad and ugly for everything in life. Right. Right? But again, pray for the best, plan for the worst. Love that. Because if it works out, great. Home run. Everybody wins. You win. Your couple, your union. Your future kids win. Your future kids win. The generational wealth aspect of everything wins. But I would say, yo, 
my advice is don't be doing this someone you've just been with for a year right you got to really get to know them too as a person and as a human because you really don't know someone after 12 months like yeah. i don't care how much you love them or lust them so no bottle girl that's key too love and lust are two different things no, too. Who, no hookah hosts no bottle Look, girl. why we gotta disrespect the hookah hosts <laughs> and the bottle girls they're humans too Okay, nobody actually went in the club like the night before. No, you can meet a girl in the club well, the night before, yes, but you can meet a girl in the club. <laughs> All and, right. Like, what are you trying to be a hater for? And the guys who picking up the girls at the spots. <laughs> Such a hater right here. Look, man, divide and conquer your life away. I don't care where you meet them at. You can meet them in Whole Foods. Or at the hookah spot. And that goes to the scammers. No, don't scam us. Like, that goes for the other men also. Just, I'm just saying, get somebody who got a good head on their shoulders. That's what I'm trying to say. Basically, no. Hey. You know, we got a problem with the scammers and D-boys now, too? Okay, they don't get approved. Anyway. <laughs> wrap it up, please. They probably won't get approved. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look, so to put a bow on this, to wrap this up. Basically, if you're going to divide and conquer, make sure you got your, your ducks in a row with each other. Make sure you guys have things in writing. Make sure you have some sort of exit plans and, and estate plans all lined up before you go out there and divide and conquer. But if you can go out there and divide and conquer before you get married, I highly recommend it. So that way you can scale your real estate portfolio if that's what both of you want to do. It can't be one-sided. It got to be a union together. All right. So what's your thoughts? Leave it in the comments. And again, like, comment, share, subscribe and go to mgbookstore.com. And I actually got a book coming out on Valentine's Day around this whole subject, too. Right. OK. I told you I'm dropping okay. books like Little Wayne drop mixtapes. I ain't playing around. I got a bell. What's the <laughs> Yeah, what the sound effects? We we got sound effects on this board that's lighting up here, but we gotta hook it up. But I got a new book coming out Valentine's Day that's around this topic here, Love and it. I'm gonna give you all the game and all the paperwork and the forms you need and everything that you need. That's a whole nother story. We'll we'll talk about that in January. All right. Um, but make sure you go to mgbookstore.com to pick up your books today. This is Matt Garland in MLS number 58700, but better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. Peace.